Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Tableverse Podcast. My name is Justin, and I will be your Star Lord and host for this original Starfinder campaign. Playing with me at the table today, we have... I'm Allie, and I'll be playing Quib, the Usagi Operative. Hi, I'm Connor, and I'll be playing Powell, the Lashenta Envoy. What's up? I'm Quinn, and I'll be playing Kobak, the Vesk Mystic. And I'm JD, and I'll be playing Captain Eustace Kriana, the Maraquai Salarian. Four of you arrive at Chimera Tech Industries. It is a tall, sleek corporate building. Uh, there's a very nice courtyard outside leading to the entrance of the building. And um, in the courtyard, they have this weird art. Uh, you, you know that art that's always outside of some businesses. Uh, the artwork is a statue of a stick figure, and his arms and legs, they twist around to look like a DNA double helix. I see what they were going for, but it just turned out garish. Garish? Garish. Oh my god. Let's just go in. <laughs> the courtyard, the building itself, all is uh, pristine. There are people there cleaning it as we speak. People sweeping, people uh, mopping the street, which is uh, very odd. But you can tell they like to keep the place spick and span. As you walk through the front doors, they open automatically, and an android approaches you, and she says, Hi, how may I assist you today? What was the name of the doctor again? Ebar. Ebar. We are here to see. Here to see Dr. Ebar. Do you have an appointment? Mm. You just let him know it's a couple of old friends. He has an appointment with me. I am Kobach Montecor from Hexton University. Excellent. I will notify Dr. Ebar right away. Very well. Silence, you trash. Pauls takes a quick swig. Dr. Ebar will see you right away. Thank you very much. Please, follow me. If you want someone to work on your speech module later, just let us know. I believe that my speech module is functioning at full capacity. It, it is fine. Silence. Toilet. The android leads you into an elevator, and the door is closed behind you. As the elevator descends, you can see that the building goes all the way up to the 45th floor, but that the building goes all the way down for 152 levels. The doors open, and you are on the 23rd basement level. As you exit the elevator, you're walking out, and you see that you're in what looks like a workshop. There are starship engines hanging from the ceiling. Some robotic arms are taking the engines apart and putting them back together again. Um, Cooling mists are raining down on some of the engines. And the room itself is about, um, uh, about as big as an airport hangar. The android, she leads you over to this older-looking elf. He is wearing a lab coat, and he's messing around with some holographic schematics. Dr. Ebar, these friends of yours are here to speak with you, sir. Uh, uh, yes, yes, please, uh, give me just one moment, and I'll be with you. Very well. Is there anything particular we should ask him? Probably if anything got jacked from him recently. Yeah. Or at least, like, general dimensions. I mean, Terrapin's pretty big. It shouldn't be too hard to fit anything, but... If it's like a box, like I could get a box, but if it's like, do we need a, a ramp? Considering the secretive nature of this artifact or object, I think he will not be willing to divulge it to us. So we may have to be prepared for some uh, subterfuge. Right, if if he's not spilling. I mean, Paul's pretty persuasive when he wants to be, which isn't often. Okay. Yeah, no, we're going to that. Is that. True. We're getting so close to compliments. I just feel it's growing together. I think it's close enough. Yeah. As close as you'll get. It's about as comfortably close as we're all willing to get right now. If we can't talk him into it, then I have a backup plan. Which is? We ought to get him thinking about the object enough that I could just listen in his head. Well, I could do that. You can listen in his head? Yes. Can you hear this? <laughs> 
<laughs> you leave my mother out of this. <laughs> oh, that was your mother? I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that was a being as opposed to sort of a pile of refuse. Easy, bitch. You see Dr. Ibar come over to you and, yes, yes, uh, what, uh, who are you? Yes. Hi. Uh, Hello. Hi, I'm Paul. Okay, nice nice to meet you, uh, Paul. Thank you. This is Kobach. Yes, I'm Kobach Manticore from Hexen University. Uh, Manticore? Yes. Oh, it's very nice to meet you, sir. May I shake your hand? Yes, you may. Okay, I, I, I am Dr. Ibar. I'm, I, I'm in charge of these facilities that you see all around you. Charmed. Uh, we are here because we uh, have been told that you had a item that was taken from you. Ah, you're here about about the theft. The item, yes. Oh, yes, please, 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 fo- follow me, follow me. And he takes you down this uh, long hallway and into uh, this series of doors that open and close behind you. And uh, you get into this room that is all white, has no chairs, no tables, nothing. And he says, yes, yes, we can we can speak freely in here. No no one will, will hear us. Uh, yes, we have had a theft here recently, and, and I wish dearly to, to, to get this item back as, as soon as possible. Uh, what could you tell us about the item? Uh, I can tell you that uh, it is uh, fairly... Uh, dangerous. Uh, I was using it here in, in in our experiments. We are we are trying to to make the the navigation through the drift uh, more precise. Right now, it's too chaotic. You you think you'll be there in two days, and you you could be there four days, and you think you're gonna come out of the drift here, and you come out of the drift there, and we, we want to fix that. And and I think that we're we're very close. And this item was very important to our research. And and yes, yeah, so we very much uh, need it back. And if you're the people uh, that uh, my associates think are uh, good enough. To uh, for the job, then uh, I, I, you have my complete confidence. And uh, do you have any idea who took this item? I do. And he snaps his fingers, and uh, a screen uh, appears on the wall. This is uh, surveillance footage taken a couple of days ago. And uh, if you if you watch right here, and you can see it's like a, a storage facility that's probably on this same floor that you're on. And uh, all of a sudden, the door to the storage room bursts open, almost as if there was an explosion on the other side. And these uh, couple of figures walk through the door, and they look around. They're not taking anything, you know, willy-nilly. Uh, they're not just grabbing stuff off the shelf like it's supermarket sweep, right? It looks like they know. Thank God it's not supermarket sweep. Sweet. <laughs> well, that would be awkward. They never go for the meat. They should always go for the meat. It, it seems apparent to the four of you that they know exactly what they're looking for. And you can see one of them is methodically going through each of the um, the labels on, on the shelves. And they finally find uh, what they're looking for. And they take a big case off of the shelf. And they make out with it. They, like, put their tongues on it? No, they don't put their tongues on it. I think we all knew what I meant. Oh. Uh, Hey, it's a toss-up. We're in space. (laughs) Laws of attraction. Don't kink shame Quib because she likes to make out with a good box every now and again. Take the box off of the shelf. She's like a nice, small, tight box that she can go and sort of get intimate with. And they make your getaway. Look inside of the box, be gentle and unfolding the box. I'm surrounded by idiots. (laughs) And then they made out with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Nasty. There it is. Second base. Second Quim, base. You knew it. You knew it, and you just you had the you had the guts to say These it. These freaks. So it's very clear that they knew what they were coming for. So, do you have any idea where they might have taken this delicious looking item? I have no idea. Who would want to? Who even knows that, that this is down here? Perhaps you have a mole. Yes, perhaps. A is mole there perhaps is. a rival company that would also benefit from this technology? I'm sure that if anyone knew that this was down here, that they would want to steal it immediately. Well, who knows it's down here? Hopefully, you will be able to ascertain that. Well, but 
of the people you know, you, obviously, your android, who else, has clearance for this room? I'm not sure how I can tell you who would want this item without uh, giving away the nature of, of, of what it is. I, I do wish to keep it secret. We might need, like, some information about this item if you expect us to find it, though. Are, are any of us in the starship manufacturing field going to go ahead and keep my hand down, Quib? Do you make starships for a living? Mm, no. No? Excellent. Kriana, I know you, you do have a starship. I have a starship, uh, but uh, mostly, as you said earlier, I make carrots. You make carrots, so we have a farmer. Kobach, are you do, you... do you get where I'm going, Doctor? I know what he and his family does. You do not need to explain the manticores to me. Thank you very much. It is not a matter of, of building starships. So none of us want the tech. We are talking about space navigation and moving through different dimensions to make travel time shorter for your everyday convenience. You say dimensions? Which, like, we appreciate, you know, like, thank you for opening the drift and all that. You certainly made our job a lot easier. Well, I, I, I should hope so. You have ruined road trips, I will say. I'm sorry. But also, like, help us help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're here to help you, so, like, help us help you. Yes, I, I see your point. This item is very volatile, very dangerous. I can think of a few pirates who might want to get their hands on such an item. And whoever is after power, honestly, could could want, th- want this item. Well, power is very sexy. I, I can understand that. So do you have, like, specific ideas about whose people are, or just, like, more of, like, a vague... Quib, make a perception roll. <gasps> oh, is that good? Natural 20? Uh, a little bit. Uh, little net bit. 20 it's is... It's all right. It's, it's all right. Good. All right. It's not bad. So, Quib, out of the corner of your hair-y-i... Hair-y-i? H-A-R-E-Y. Oh, got it. I get it. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, no. Yeah. This is just going to get worse, huh? You notice that the jackets being worn by the robbers are red leather jackets. You've seen them on Absalom Station before in Little Akaton, and they are the jackets belonging to the Swiss Army gang. Quib, you all right? You went all quiet. Oh, I just realized that I, I think I recognize something about these dudes, though. Y'all know, um, y'all spend much time around Little Al- Little Alcaton? Alcaton. <laughs> little Alcaton. Little Alcaton? Yes. That's what I said. It sounded like you said Little Alcaton. <laughs> <laughs> little Alcaton. Little Alcaton. She tried to mumble it because she didn't know. Uh, <laughs> sounds like Quiz been spent some time in Alcaton. Yeah, I know these fools. Uh, is this that Swiss Army? That Swiss gang? Army gang. Yeah, you can tell by their jackets. I love their jackets. Yeah, they are nice, but they are also terrible people. <laughs> It's a trade-off. I'm not saying... So we could kill them and get their jackets, though. Why would they... Okay. Just, let's Listen, just, hey, that's a positive. We can knock them out, though, or something. Must we kill? <laughs> <laughs> if it comes to that. Like, if they do something, yes. If someone comes and tries to kill you, you kill them right back. <laughs> okay. An eye for an eyes. You've kind of been living that life already. An eye for an eye? Pocket full of eyes over there. I am trying... You know yeah, what? For your art project. My holiday list is getting shorter and shorter. Well, that's good that you're getting things done. Oh, he meant he, like he's not going to get so you. So perhaps we should make oh, a trip to Little Akaton. Quib, you, you've you know these people? I mean, I don't like know them personally. I just like know about them. It like, is what Akaton. do you know about them? Uh, wait, who's from Akaton? I am it's... from Akaton. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> His world is dying. I just I just looked up. That's what it says. It's close to Absalom, but the world is dying. So, that's why you're so grumpy. That is not funny. That is not humorous. I just come from a lush planet. I don't understand what you have You come from a lush. Pers- you, you... He is a lush. Disgusting garbage <laughs> antenna wearing 
ostentatiously dressed, you are a asshole, sartorially. (laughs) I just feel like if you took a little more personal responsibility, your planet wouldn't be dying. So, can I count on you to help me retrieve this item? Oh, oh, I, I forgot you were here. <laughs> yes, I've been here the whole time. We, we, should, we should make a trip to the Lakaton and find the Swiss Army gang and get to the bottom of this. Can you give us anything to help us on our journey, Doctor? Uh, yes, yes, ab- actually, I can. Uh, if you, you take this, uh, and he pulls out from his back pocket, he's been carrying it the whole time. This, this, this radar, when, when you are close to the item, it, it will beep, sort of like a, a, a hot... Cold situation. Kobach takes the device and puts it in his robes. Don't lose it in there, okay? It's got a lot of folds. Anyways. Yes, uh, if, if you will excuse me, uh, I, I, I do need to return to my work. I'll be on our way there. Doc. Very well. It's a pleasure to meet you. I shall tell my father of your helpfulness. Oh, oh yes, uh, please do. Everybody has fathers. Not everybody. Not you. W- w- weren't you hatched, I believe? I was that how they worked. I, I was born, was and it was the best day of that year. I'm talking weather-wise. I'm talking weather-wise. But I've always wondered, do you celebrate your birthday the day you were laid or the day you hatch? <laughs> oh, that's a, that's that a darn like, good question. It's a very a personal topic that each Lashenta chooses for themselves. It's a lot like the whole puberty thing. We have a lot of stuff going on because, again, our world is so vibrant and beautiful. There's just a lot of different options. So I understand, like, sort of like a shit little desert planet if you're just like, oh, I guess we're here. I believe you're trying to make a point here, but it's kind of getting away from you. Shall we leave? Yeah, I'm good with that. Onward. I would love to. Cut to Little Akaton. Little Akaton is just like Chinatown or Little Italy. Little Akaton is a community on Absalom Station. It's made up mostly of Akatonians, but there are some other people that live here. Um, most of these people, they left Akaton for a better life and ended up in this lower rent neighborhood. There's trash on the streets, the buildings are covered in rust, and there are blinking neon signs hanging above some of the doors. And uh, people are outside selling their wares from Akaton, uh, asking, you know, there's some people asking for money, little Akeshti, which are smaller uh, lizard people, are running around asking, you know, hey, you got any money? You have any money? Huh? Kick them. Very hot. Uh, here, take one for each of you. Okay, there, there are 12 of us. Well, here's, here are 12 credits then. Oh, wow. Thank, thanks, mister. Now that I can leave you alone, so. You are such a fool. They run back uh, into the shadows so that you can see that they're watching Paul as he continues to walk down the street. Hey, I'll walk around with this, Mark. Yeah, Sarah's like, good job bringing attention to us. You are cruel people who will die in cruel ways. You're horrible or you at just everything. making fun of this whole damn planet and, like, all these people who come from that planet? These people don't come from that planet. They come from here, from your home. No, it's little Alcaton, so they're like. They are immigrants. This is refugees. a neighborhood. You know the backstory of every person I just handed a credit to? I mean, you know these little beggars ain't... Like, they out here... Beggars? Re- yeah, they were just asking for money. You and I have very different views on money. Anyways. Anyway. How are you guys going to find uh, w- what you're looking for in Little Akaton? Kobach pulls out the device, and he looks at it. Nothing is happening. Okay, perhaps we should find uh, some kind of uh, law enforcement. Oh. In the area. They should be able to give us some information on the gangs, and they will tell me whatever I want to know. Mm. Maybe we should just find the gang. Hey, little little children, come back. Yes, yes. Do you know who this man is? And I, I'm, Paul looks at Kobach. Uh, oh. And their mouths uh, go wide, a few of them. Oh, uh, pl- please don't, don't hurt us. Kobach. <laughs> oh. And they all run away. <laughs> mm. 
That is not how you talk to people. <laughs> that is how Vesk talk. Okay, so what kind of gang stuff do this people do, Quib? Like, are they are, do they launder? Do they sell drugs? Ooh, what's happening? Yo, so, okay. So here's what's up with the Swiss Army. So the Swiss Army is, they formed because they were a bunch of refugees from Ak- Akaton, as you so equivocally mentioned earlier. Equivocally? Yo. Yeah, we're sure. <laughs> That's what I said. Equivocally. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm sorry. That planet dead as fuck. So That's a good way it, to put it. it, it, it they is, brought. It is, they came over here, is, and now they like basically they're just real pissed about it. And so the Swiss Army form because they're just trying to get what's theirs in their mind. So they will just like they're just kind of trying to take as much as they can from like every other culture okay. because they're trying to like basically like rebuild. So neighborhood I mean? wise guys. Sure, but like they don't have much of like a moral center. Do they? help old women as long as they're Akatanese. That's just like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to gander. What type, because my, I guess my idea is to yeah, get so their attention. Yeah, so you're atten- like, where is their limit? Yeah, well, I'm just like, let's get their attention. And do we do that by taking old ladies' groceries and then giving them back? No, honestly, I think, um, I hate to say this, I think that Kobach is actually going to be um, like a really big asset to us in this because like they really only respect people from Akaton or like races from Akaton, you know what I'm saying? And as soon as she finishes saying that, you hear the voice of an old woman. You have to do something. Why isn't anyone doing anything for my poor Luca? You look over and she's speaking with a steward. And stewards are, you know, pretty much the uh, you know, space police. I got 10 credits says that little Luca is something we don't care about. I think we should see if we are not going to contact law enforcement to get the information. Law enforcement is right over there talking to the old lady. Oh. You were pouting. As I said, across the street. (laughs) (laughs) Lead the way. And he says, I'm sorry, ma'am. We can't go after uh, every uh, nonsense story in in the city. Otherwise, uh, we'd have our hands full forever. Oh, but it's not a nonsense story. Uh, They've taken my Luca. Officer. Yes. What seems to be the problem here? I've got this elderly woman here. uh, Says that uh, someone someone took her son, kid, or I'm sorry, ma'am, grandson. Yes, my grandson. And. And uh, yeah, she's all torn up about it. Obviously, I don't. Ha- I don't have time to uh, to handle this. Perhaps you should follow up on this. This is this woman's grandchild. She gave me this poster. I'm going to take it down to the station, and uh, we'll we'll put it in our file. That is unacceptable. You are a man with a certain station. You should stand for your position. Your job is to protect these people. How about I stand for my position and ask you to to take a few steps away from me, sir? Have you no idea who you speak to? Uh, I'm speaking to someone who looks like he's about to assault an officer of the law, and I don't particularly care for that kind of behavior. I am Kobach Manticore. Oh, Manticore. That is right. Hide behind your family name. You think I'm going to give you special privileges because you're a member of the Manticore family? I will have your badge. That that's fine. You can take it over my with my boss. Your boss. That's right. If you don't like uh, if you don't like the tone of my voice, I think you know who my boss is. And, and what is your name? My name. Oh, that's an interesting question. Yes. My my name is Marcus. Marcus. That's right. And what is your family name? Harrison. Harrison. That is not a traditional Vesca name. Well, I had to change it after I left Akaton. Why? You are ashamed of your heritage. I'm not ashamed of anything, okay? When you get... What is your real family name? I feel like we're not getting anywhere. My real... All right, all right, all right. Calm down, calm down. Stop making a scene. Is anyone going to help my grandson? Hold on, Granny. (laughs) What is your family name? My family name is Hosk. Hosk? 
Yes. Well, that solves that then. Well, Officer Hosk, I'm sorry, Harrison. Yes, thank you. I demand that you help this woman, and you also help us and tell us what you know with the Swiss Army gang. Oh, I know about the Swiss Army gang. Not now, Granny. Kobach, that's who... Yeah, but... That's what we need. He knows something. As Kobach still arguing with the officer, Kriana and... Paul and Quid, we just pull the granny aside. <laughs> we just start with, we just start having a conversation with her. Like, okay. Granny, what do you know about the Swiss Army gang? Well, I know that they've kidnapped my grandson and they've brainwashed him. Is that what you mean, brainwash? Having amazing fashion sense, or are there other parts of it too? Interesting thing about this this granny is, uh, you can tell immediately that she is from Akaton because she is uh, human and she has uh, skin that is uh, a shade of red Ew. and. Uh, uh, yes, humans from Akaton have red-tinted skin. She can no longer walk herself. Instead, she sits on a wheelchair that has, like, tank treads on it for wheels. Tank treads? Yeah, very small treads. At first, I was imagining, like, one of those floating chairs from Wally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have that much money. Okay. Instead, it's rusty tank treads. More like Wally himself. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> They've brainwashed him, and now he's become a young ruffian. And someone needs to save him. Ma'am, we can definitely help you out. Where does he go to meet them? He goes to that mm, confounded bar that they're all hanging out at. Dovetails? Ooh. Uh, No, no ooh. More (laughs) like clang clang. Is that the name of the bar, or are you judging my sound effect, man? No, that's the sound it would make if it had a, a nice sound like dovetails. <laughs> so what makes it... Ma'am, just tell me the... What's the name go, of the bar, though? Tell me the bar, you simple hey. woman. I, all right. Hey, I, I'm just an that, old granny. woman Sorry about that, needs granny. help. Kobach hears Paul raise his voice, slaps the officer, and walks over. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'll remember that manticore. No, oh, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? I am trying to be helpful. And, you're and the failing. world is just telling me no, because I'm surrounded by people who have had respect nothing all but ladies. soup for ages. We respect our elders. Oh, now. Oh, now. Uh, what did... I think the word we used earlier, Quib, was beggars? Okay, that's not like... Those are kids. Those yes, are I'm begging kids. you to help me. We will help you, ma'am. I feel like we're all flip-flopping on the issues here. I like that we're having this whole conversation and she's just, like, behind us and we're just, like, boxing her out of the conversation. Well, se- seriously, where's she going to go? I mean, she's got some sweet treads. Ma'am, will you tell us where your grandson goes at night or do we have to just yeah, don't leave have to. you forever? please. Uh, Yes, I'm sorry for being so long-winded. And old. Don't forget old. I I shan't be apologizing for my age. Well, you could do something. Paul! We have products. Paul. Paul. Seriously, get yourself. Ma'am, I'm so... Confounded Lashanta. Just, uh, just an <laughs> asshole that falls. She called you, you ugly. Please continue. Where does your grandson hang out? They take him uh, to where a lot of them hang out. That dreaded place. Uh, the full metal tap room. The full metal tap room. Yes. And, and where, where is that? <laughs> 
It's further down into Little Akaton, down where those mm, ruffians hang out and they brainwash your grandsons. Shall we take a walk or should I hitch a ride on your little scooter? I think we should leave this woman as soon as possible. Thank you very much. I don't feel safe down there. You don't have to go. You go home. Would you at least like a picture of my... That would be be very helpful. Give it to the monkey. All right. Here you go, monkey. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a waste of time, and I'm regretting it. I don't have much time left, so I wouldn't consider any time that I spend on anything to be useless. And we won't pick up any more of your time. Keep walking. You can take up as much of it as long as you return my little sweet Luca. We're going to do our best, ma'am. We will get your Luca back. All right, well, I'd like a little bit more of a guarantee. We will get your Luca I don't Luca think you're in a back. position to be... Okay, yes, yeah. you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, no, here, I have an idea. You're right, Granny. How about I just take uh, this little axle from one of your wheels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Great, thank you. Uh, so I'll take that, and then and as soon as we have your right. grandson, is this, is this for real? Are you really? Oh yeah, this? this is for real. Okay, give me, uh, <laughs> give me an engineering check. God, Paul's such a piece of shit. <laughs> I believe. Are you, are you trained in engineering? Uh, I'm not trained in engineering, but I got a two. All right, that's a definitely a fail. So I just sort of struggle and with so, the wheel, like yeah, yeah. God damn, give me. You look like idiot. I hate you. I hate you all. You're like jerking at it, and she's like, all right, bye now. And she backs up, and she kind of runs over your hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't grow old in my family. Dear God, don't let me get old. And that lush, uh, lush planet ears, do y'all regularly beat up on old ladies? or like None of us get old. Well, you've always been a rebel, haven't you? Well played. <laughs> That was just really good. What are you going to do? That was just good. All right. uh, We head over to the bar. All right. You make your way uh, down the streets of Little Akaton, and you're asking people as you walk, you know, if you heard about the Full Metal Tap Room. Clang, clang. about the Tap Room. (laughs) Clang, clang. (laughs) Clang, clang. You finally make it to this uh, storefront that says on the outside, the Full Metal Tap Room. Clang, clang. Thank you. And uh, there are a couple people hanging out uh, outside of it. You can hear some music coming from inside. There are some people wearing red leather jacket. There are a few people. But uh, the majority of them seem to be regular patrons. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So I pull it's out not the device. exclusive to the Swiss Army game. Right. I pull out the device. And Kriana, let's all take a gander at that photo before we go. All right, in the photo you see uh, Luca is a uh, young human with a uh, with you know the reddish tinted skin and a blue mohawk. Yes. It's a pretty sweet look. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. <laughs> so you can hear this uh, commotion coming from inside. Not a commotion like a, a fight or anything is going down, but more like a bunch of people talking, having fun on the inside of this bar, the full metal tap room. Clang, clang. What would you guys like to do? I look at the device to see if it is nearby. You're getting a slight ping. It's very faint on the device. It looks as if the item is nearby. Perhaps we should go inside. Yeah, I, th- I think we should talk to someone who works here, the bartender. Sweetie's cohort. Okay, you talk to the bartender. Are we sure? Okay. Quib, what, you no, try to keep saying, him Quib? under control. Oh. Mm-hmm. You try to keep him under control. Kriana? I'm going uh, to look for this Luca kid. Good idea. And I will scout the premises and see if I can 
get the signal to be stronger. Quib, you, you were... I just worry about you sometimes with the talking. I'm a great talker. You talk a lot, and that's not always good. This is going to be the most successful conversation you've ever heard in your whole life. All right, baby, prove it to me. Play nice, you two. All right, so we walk into the bar. This is what you see. This is the general layout right here. Now, as you're looking at this image I've provided for you, and it looks as though someone's taken a medieval tavern and just photoshopped some pool tables into it, uh, you would be <laughs> correct, because that is exactly what's happened. Got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to use your imaginations to, uh, to imagine a, a dingy sci-fi tap room. So this thing over here that looks like, you know, a fireplace, that's a jukebox instead. And uh, there are some pool tables. People are playing pool. You look over and you notice that one of the people that is wearing uh, a red jacket, they are playing pool. Both of their arms are missing. And instead they have uh, replaced them with robotic arms. And one, uh, he takes his hand off of its wrist and replaces it with a different wrist that has a pool cue inserted into it. And he uses that to play pool. You can see a couple people sitting down playing cards, and uh, one of them has a red jacket. He is missing only one arm, and it is replaced with a robotic arm, and he uses his thumb to light his cigar. And generally at the bar you see that there's another red jacketed person that is also has both of her arms replaced with robotic arms. The way she is serving drinks is kind of weird, because the liquid is coming out of the palm of her robotic arm. Ew. Well, I know why they call it full metal. And tap. Uh, just looking around, you can see that a lot of people have, uh, this is an augmented bar. And what that means is that uh, usually people that frequent this bar have some sort of mechanical cyborg-like augmentation to their body, whether you can see it or not. But most people like to show it off. Uh, but the ones that have the red leather jackets specifically have their arms replaced and nothing else. A couple of points here. If we run across any other vest, they value strong drinking and aggression. Do not back down to them. All right, so, okay. So Quib's fine. Quib is yeah, yeah. the most vulnerable. She's, yeah, they're going to eat me. delicious. She, you are with her for a reason. You have to protect her and you have to keep him from sounding a fool. You both have full-time jobs. Good luck. Oh shit, you don't want me to get eaten? That's so sweet. Quib, what are your thoughts on one of us putting one of our arms inside of our clothing so we could fit in better? Does that seem smart or offensive? I'm going to walk away now. I'm going to say maybe offensive, so you do it. Cool. It's your idea. So when um, when the whole gang walks in to the bar and we notice all the, the mods and everything, Eustace uh, taps a button on the coupler on his tail, kind of like a series of robotic things come out of it and encompass the end of the tail mm. into kind of like a, a mace, and it looks like a spike mace. Oh, nice. Cool. Well, yeah, so he can fit in more. Can Claire do like a disguise situation so that she's not so much of a target? Yeah. I remembered I can do that. So do I, are you going to just roll for that? I'm going to roll for that. Oh, what you would roll. you what would you like to look like? Like an out al- like an Alcatonian, like a person, like one of those red people with a with a robot arm. We can put some grenadine on you and mm-hmm. they'll dye you red. You'll have to have to wash real good later. Yeah. All right. What's your disguise? Seven. So the way the disguise works is that I roll for that. Mm. And so you have no idea how good or bad your disguise is. Cool. So you, you have to work with uh, Makes it real fun. that information. <laughs> Makes it real That's fun. That's going to go well. So describe to me exactly what you look like. Is it, a, is it a situation where you've just dyed your fur? Yes. Well, I think I shave my arm. I was about to say, if you want to look like an Usagi that has lived on Akaton, you'd have to shave a lot of fur. So I think I'd go to the bathroom and do a little shave shave. How much do you shave? Well, just the parts that are showing. So I guess like my arms and my legs. Okay. And I guess my face. That's going to be a look. <laughs> what does a buddy's face look like without fur? 
my god, that must be terrible. Yeah, I seen do not want to Google rat. that at all because that sounds like a horrible Google. They're they're little they're mammals. They're small rodents. All right, you go to the bathroom. You shave really quick. Yikes! What else do you want to do? You just want to shave? Shave and then uh, I'm gonna have Paul grab some grenadine from behind the bar, and uh, yeah, we'll just use that to kind of stain my skin, make it look a little reddish. She comes outside, and you guys see a completely shaved Jesus Quib. <laughs> Who has been stained red with grenadine. <laughs> and uh, it's a sight. That sounds absolutely Quib. horrendous to me. You look like tampon. Be supportive. This is her first disguise with us. Not everyone can pull off a four-armed senator, okay? Oh. I still can't believe you pulled that off. Didn't you almost die in that disguise? If you mean sacrifice myself so you could find the location of the boss, yeah. On the other hand, we should be looking for the device. Great, y'all go. Yeah, we're going to check on. in with the bar. Do you know the boy's name that we're looking for? Luca. Luca, Luca cool. Kobach, where is it that you go first in the bar? I'm going to go to that table, which I'm going to assume is a bunch of red jacket and I want to keep track of the signal, but I want to see if anybody matches maybe who was in the video. Yes, yes, yes. Go for it. Give me that perception roll. Five. So, nine. The only thing you're able to discern is that everyone wearing the red leather jackets that you saw in the security footage, mm-hmm. they have the, the sleeves ripped off. So, that you, you can see the robotic arms that they've replaced their natural ones with. And as you are noticing this little factoid about all the Swiss Army gang, you feel a vibration from the radar. And you look down, and it is glowing a bright green, brightest that it can possibly glow. Meaning that it is here. Meaning that it is here, somewhere. What did you use to shave? What did you use to shave? She has a knife. I use my knife. I sharpen it on the edge of that uh, soap thing. <laughs> sharpen the knife on the shelf. Yeah, the soap edge. Th- the She's not familiar with the soap. The tray, yeah, yeah. The soap dish? That's what I said. Why are we all acting like we don't know what a bathroom looks like? <laughs> well, maybe some of y'all don't know what a soap looks like. <laughs> soap, what is this mysterious language of which you speak? You gave your body a Brazilian. We got it. It's like a full bar, right? We are at about two to three o'clock, so it's a mid-afternoon type crowd. Yeah, we got some happy hour going on. So it's about 70% full right now. And this is like a dive bar, right? Yeah, people at the bar, people playing pool, people are at the tables playing some cards, you know, just chilling, hanging out. Are they the, is it the weekend? It is. This is a weekday. It's like Thursday. There's not a lot to do in Little Akaton. They're just trying to blow off some steam. Well, who do you want to approach? Who do you want to talk to? Probably the uh, the closest uh, Swiss Army gang member that's at the bar. Well, the only Swiss Army gang member that is at the bar is the bartender. Uh, well, Paul's gonna Paul's gonna go talk to her. Paul's right? gonna talk to her. So I'll uh, I'll talk to the fellas at uh, one of the tables. So uh, you go up to the tables and uh, they're already having a conversation. Uh, this guy is kind of kind of built. He's got both of his arms have been replaced and he is a red tinted human skinned. Akatonian, and uh, you can't hear exactly what they're talking about when they walk over. He is talking to a Kasathan person. Kasathas are the four-armed aliens that have kind of cone heads, and uh, they're talking in hushed tones when you walk over. How's she gotten, fellas? Uh, well, uh, who are you? Uh, just passing through. Listen, I'm uh, looking for a fella who owes me some, some money. Have you happened to see him? His na- he goes by the name uh, Luca. Luca? Uh, how much money do you owe you? Oh, about 50 credits. 
50 credits. Uh, doesn't seem like a big sum to be going after well, a little that's kid. That's why I'm not fixing to get violent with him. I'm just trying to find him. Uh, you hang out long enough. I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll see him around here. Appreciate it. No problem. You see, he kind of squints and gives you a side eye. Goes back talking to his Kasathan friend. Paul, you go walk up to the bar and you see this bartender. She's definitely a member of the Swiss Army gang because she has two robotic arms and a red leather jacket. And she is pouring drinks out of the palm of her hand. Hi, that, that, that's so neat. Hold on. Oh, God. I practiced this voice, and now I, I can't do you, fucking do, do it. Do you want me to look at you or not look at you? I want you to look at me directly in the eye. <laughs> we are happy to serve everyone. Welcome to the Full Metal Tap Room. Thank you so much. It's so fun in here, so lively. And I, I love your, what is that? Is a, that's a spewer hand? What do we, what do we call that? Back home. Yeah, what yeah. I have is I have replaced my palm with a little spigot, and that is how I serve uh, the drinks. Oh, well, I love that. So all of us here, we like to uh, improve ourselves. Oh, well... I mean, I don't have any augments per se. It's I was looking for work. I, I'm new to to Little Akaton, and you, it just seems so nice in here, and everyone seems so you know tight knit. We get a lot of newcomers here in the the tap room, so that makes sense. What's your name, Miss? My name is Nadia. Nadia. Yes. Did I did, did I do that, Nadia? Nadia. Yes. I, that you're. It seems uh, trying to appropriate my accent. Well, I was trying to compliment. You know, like when someone says, like, "What's an example?" Mm-hmm. Eras instead of arroz. Like, we all know we could just try a little harder. Oh, yes, I see. It is like uh, flattery is highest form of... I screwed that up. Uh, <laughs> Nadia, but it's not know. a saying from Akaton, so I yeah. do not I do not feel bad. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not from Akaton either. Are, are you from Akaton? Uh, no. Where, where are you from? <laughs> Me, I am from Versys. Oh, I was just there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, um, I, I speak Versite if you'd be more comfortable in your in your native tongue. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so now the two of you begin to speak Versite, which is very elegant language. Oh. It's like one of the romance languages. Nadia, thank you so much for all this info so far. Do you think when you have a moment, maybe I could just get a, a double of your, your, strongest, uh, your strongest whiskey, and then I'm actually looking for someone? Yeah, well, for the whiskey, we only serve uh, Grafno. Oh, is it? But you know, is it like good Grafno or is it like forest Grafno? <laughs> so all Grafno is bad Grafno. <laughs> <laughs> Grafno is a shitty uh, clear pale ale. It's like Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's like no one likes oh. Grafnel, but it's the only shit that they serve here at the tap what room. What comes out her spigot? Grafnel. Oh, okay. Yeah. They literally serve nothing else but They that serve nothing drink. else at this bar but Grafnel. Well... Not even like like shit vodka or anything. No, no, no. You get the sense that they cannot afford anything else oh, you except for Grafno. And the only option you had to drink was PBR. Oh my god! I'd stay. Welcome yeah, to Brooklyn. Play, right? Yeah. That's not safe. <laughs> sounds like a fucking. Brooklyn Is it in bar. Williamsburg or Crown Heights? Well, Nadia, if you know when in Little Akaton, I would love your your largest glass of Grafno. Yeah. And then, um, do you, you're here a lot, or? Yeah, almost every day. Oh, cool. I'm I'm looking for someone named uh. Luca. Give me a perception roll. 
Just that's a, just a thirteen. Only a thirteen. Okay, cool. Uh, Only. That's I thought you had a bonus. I don't. I'm I not say. very percent. Paul is not very perceptive. <laughs> the hell that's you why say. he overstays his welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. So you notice that she tenses up a bit as soon as you say Luca, and she says, "Uh, why are you looking for someone named Luca?" Uh, we actually we knew each other way back, and I was just trying to reconnect. You know, it's you always say like, "Oh, if you're ever in Little Akaton, come on down." And here I am. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, she's filling up a, a tankard of, of grafnel, a large one. She's just kind of like half listening to you. You can tell she says, "Oh well, I don't uh, think we have anyone here by uh, d- that name." Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, very sorry. That's totally you all can right. See that she's a little uneasy, and that's totally all right, Nadia. Um, well, are you are y'all looking for any help here at the bar? Oh, I don't think so. I uh, sure. Yeah. I saw I saw this uh, help wanted sign in the window as. I walked in. Curry the bluff. <laughs> Uh, 23. Oh, I can't believe it's still out there. Uh, no, when that sign was put out there, that's when I applied for the job. And so, you see, we don't need uh, any any more help at, at this time. Oh, Nadia, that's just, I mean, I appreciate the pickle you're in, but you know the laws of verses as well as I yes, do. Yes, I know the law of verses. Well, if a sign is up, <laughs> time is up. You, you, <laughs> you must honor the sign, I know. To the letter. If you will. Do you if have it's a any... letter, it's better, they say back home. You sound like my father. Oh. <laughs> Do you have any previous experience? Oh, I'm very... Bartending? Yes, I'm very well versed in alcohol, and <laughs> I'm great with my Well, hands. we only have the one, so... <laughs> Even better than You only I, need to be well-versed in one alcohol. I, I will say that I don't have an arm spigot, which is just lovely. We can your, get you an arm spigot. That would be super. <laughs> Where do you all get them from the same person? Um, yeah. Well, how about I start right away, I start training, and then we can talk more about... Well, you have to do orientation. Yeah? The sign did, just said start right away. All right. You stay here, and I will go get you an application from the back. All righty. Thank you. You're very welcome and then uh just before we move on so someone else can have a chance to talk i want to use paul's limited telepathy okay to, like i can talk to all of them right i don't i don't uh, it says see. if you're talking to more than one person it's just as hard as if you're doing it orally so i guess i could tell them one at a time but it's all the same message is that okay you're right yeah you okay can send a message so, to all of them great so before we move on uh paul would just say Alrighty, everyone so i might have a job yay and also the bartender definitely knows who luca is and is nervous how can the toilet have a job? He barely does a job with us. Sending free drinks, though. Good question. I'm still learning. Orientation hasn't happened yet. But this isn't. This isn't so like a. This isn't. This isn't a, a like four way call. So like <laughs> each, each of you can only communicate with Paul. Oh great! Be, different it's like telephone. Bar. Yeah, exactly like telephone. So y'all got that? Can I get a, a verbal confirmation? <laughs> We all no, heard the mental me. confirmation. No, <laughs> the bar, no, just from across the bar. One of them's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not doing that." <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna apply for a job, and I think I'm gonna get it. And the bartender's super nervous and definitely knows who Luca is. So I'm hoping to look around the rest of the bar, see if there's any records, stuff like that. Yeah, so, okay. Awesome. Thank y'all for your we support. Can't respond. You can respond to me. You can respond to him. You just can't respond you just can't to can't talk shit about me over my own mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Yes, we can talk shit about you whenever we want to your face don't screw it up toilet 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tableverse podcast. The crew of the Terrapin will return next week. If you like this episode, please consider leaving us a review and rating on iTunes. It'd really go a long way to help other amazing people, such as yourself, to find the show. If you'd like to keep up with us between episodes, you can find us across all social media platforms at the Tableverse. The Tableverse podcast is a timid gesture production. It is hosted by Justin Harris. You can find him at Chairs Harris. The podcast is edited by Jeffrey Duke and Justin Harris. Quib is played by Allison Klemp. You can find her at Allison Klemp. Powell is played by Connor Gallagher. I'm him. We are at Connor Said What. Gobok is played by Quinten Lamar. You can find him at Quinten Lamar. Captain Justus Kriana is played by Jeffrey Duke. You can find him at Jeffrey Duke. Original music for the Tableverse podcast was composed by Jennifer Rocamp. You can find her at jenniferrocamp.com. Original artwork for the Tableverse podcast is illustrated by Liara K. Crane. You can find her at liarakcrane.co.uk. Until next time, remember, never say goodbye to anyone at a party. It's Nadine.